I know that there are several adults in this place and your walk with Jesus is just dry. And can I just be the first to tell you this morning, that's okay. Your father still loves you. And he has something in store for you. And this morning, what he has in store for you that I have heard is that he is wanting to take you into deeper waters And what you're getting ready to experience, if you will just open up and allow him to speak into you, will be a greater moment than your salvation moment. You see, what's going on is a lot of us Christians, we're living off of an encounter with Jesus that happened some three years ago. Or we're living off an encounter with Jesus that may have taken place 30 years ago. And we're wondering why we, as Jesus lovers, are in the shape and state that we are in. And so, all I say to you today is be honest with yourself. Here's where we're going this morning. There's going to be a scripture from Hebrews that's going to pop up on the screen. And it's just sort of laying the groundwork, really and truly, not for this morning only, but... Man, this is going to lay the groundwork for the rest of your life. And I'm just going to let that one sit there for just a second. And I'm just going to ask you, just straight up, man to man and man to woman, with no agenda, nothing here that I'm trying to prove. I, I don't want anything from you. But I, I just really and truly, maybe for just about a 15-minute section of your Sunday, could you answer the question, does this ring true in your life? I, I, I want to just say I just sort of like stumbled upon this scripture. I mean, I didn't go looking for it. I, at least I've been in church a long time. And I just came across the scripture and it hit me. Unlike it really has ever hit me before. I was like, is, is this true? Because listen, church, if this is true, then everything has to change. If this scripture is true, which I believe it is. Now listen, I'm not forcing your opinion. I'm not telling you that this scripture has to be true for your life. I'm just going to tell you that this scripture is true in my life. And it is going to shape from this moment on everything that takes place in my life. And you say, well, that's a good scripture. You know, I've memorized that since I was a child. But, but listen, do you understand what this scripture means? For those of you who raised the hand and you need a miracle in your life, do you understand what you're doing is asking the God who actually split the Red Sea open, you're asking him to do something very similar in your life. And if this scripture is true, then this tells me that he can do it. Oh, but it doesn't control the way we live our life. We, listen, I, there's many of us in here a vast majority of us in here that do not believe that. Because if we believed it, the way our lives currently look would look totally different. 
So here's where we're going this morning real quickly. I was telling a missionary in Haiti just this past week. When I say the name Jesus, what we've got to understand is as, as we teach and as we continue to dig in our relationship with Jesus, we've got to understand that Jesus is no longer here. We understand that he ascended. And so when I'm talking about Jesus Christ, like Jesus returned to the Father. Instead of me talking about Jesus being in this place, what I have to now do, I have to talk about the Holy Spirit of God being in this place. The Holy Spirit of God is who is present. And as I was talking to this missionary, because of what has happened in my life over the last couple of years, listen, I cannot talk about anyone else other than the Holy Spirit. I will continue to dig through scriptures and I will continue to talk about people like Ezekiel, who we're going to talk about in a second. But I, listen, I cannot talk about anyone other than the Holy Spirit of God. And I know that it's going to be offensive to some of you. That is going to confuse some of you. Some of you just aren't going to like it and say, isn't there something else we could be talking about? But I just want to tell you, like I told my missionary friend, I cannot talk about anyone else. And what is getting ready to happen in this place that has already happened in the first service this morning is that it is the Holy Spirit of God The power and the presence of God Almighty in this very room at work. And if we will just allow him to work, listen, and this is not hype, but everything changes. I have an intercessor friend. He actually was playing the bass guitar here this morning. About five or so weeks ago, he gave me a slip of paper that had all this stuff written on it. And I've already apologized and confessed that when he gave it to me, I didn't read it at the time. Okay. But about a week or so ago, it fell out of the book that I was looking at. And it had this note written on it, and it led me to Ezekiel chapter 47. And that's where I want us to look at here for just a few minutes this morning. And my intercessor, who is one who prays for me all the time, he said in his little note, he said, I believe that we're in Ezekiel chapter 47, and I believe we are around the third verse. So I started to pray and started to look and started to study what all that was. And I just want to tell you what's happening in many of our lives in this very room. And this is not to try, I am not being offensive I am not trying to be harsh, but what is happening is exactly what Ezekiel is talking about here in the 47th chapter. Look at with me in your Bible in the third verse is where I'm going to start. You've got to understand something. Listen, if you're a brand new Christian or if you're trying to check this stuff out, Ezekiel is not the place that you want to go and start studying, okay? It just isn't. Ezekiel, man, it's one of those deep, I mean, like, if you're not in, like, if you're not trying to pursue Jesus and, or you're just starting this thing out, man, you might as well flip on Star Trek if you turn into Ezekiel, okay? I mean, this stuff gets, it gets a little weird. But what we've got to understand in the brief moment that we're going to look at this this morning is you've got to understand that this is a vision and a dream that, like, God was giving to Ezekiel. 
So this wasn't actually physically happening. This was something taking place in a dream and in a vision. And he was taking Ezekiel to all of these places and he was showing them things. And so we're going to read this and just remember that, that this is a vision that God gave Ezekiel. And in the third verse right here, it says, going on eastward with a measuring line in his hand. The man is like an angel that came to Ezekiel. That's who this is talking about. The man measured a thousand cubits and then led me through the water. Now listen to this. And it was ankle deep. I said, I'm not going to break all this down here this morning, but I want to tell you, my intercessor who has been praying, who has been hearing from God, he said that I believe that we are at verse three. We are in ankle deep water and I could not agree with him anymore. There are so many Christians in this world, especially here in our culture, that are satisfied with just being in ankle deep water. You see, what I believe that ankle deep water is, is just our salvation. I believe that we're satisfied with knowing that Jesus has died for us and that's about it. I believe that there is a culture, and it's not a healthy culture, of Christians who are in ankle-deep water, and we are satisfied with knowing that we're going to heaven. I told you just a minute ago, I I can't talk about anything other than the Holy Spirit. I, I can't. And one of my greatest prayers is is that the Holy Spirit would do something that only He can do. And this morning, just simply for time's sake, I I don't have time this morning to, to tell you all of the stories that I have seen the Holy Spirit doing over just the last several months. Like I cannot tell you today of all the miracles that I've seen with my own eyes. I I can't go and break down all of the power moves, like things of God, these powerful moves of God that are happening because of the Holy Spirit. I, I can't go in detail this morning and tell you. I love the fact that when the presence of God is entered into, there is a disdain, like a hatred towards sinful things. You see, into the presence of God, the power of God, there is repentance that takes place to where people who love sin enter into the presence of God and they start to hate the things of sin. And what happens because of his presence is people start to repent. We're going to talk a little bit more about that next Sunday. But you see, I I can't talk about anything else. And one of the greatest things that I have seen as a byproduct of the presence of God is that He, the Holy Spirit, He takes people who are satisfied with ankle-deep water and He causes a hunger and a thirst inside of them that they could never naturally produce on their own. See, part of the Holy Spirit's work is just to cause you to hunger for more of the Father. We were in Haiti just this past week. 
we were driving in a van down through the streets of, I don't even remember what, Jacques Mel, the city that we were in. We were in our van and we were driving down the street and somebody said, oh, look at that. And I turned around and there was literally a man on his knees bending down, drinking the water that was running down the side of the street. Now listen, you've got to understand that's basically sewer water. But this man was drinking the water running down the side of the street. And I thought to myself right there, how thirsty must a human being be to drink the water that is running down the side of the street? I want to thirst that much. And I want to hunger that much. But not for anything in this world, but I want to hunger and thirst that much for my God. And you see, if we're honest with ourselves, there's many of us in this place and we're just satisfied where we are. But can I tell you something? Once I know that I have tasted and seen the real thing, once I've tasted and seen of God and his kingdom, there is no way that the bells and whistles and the smoke and mirrors are ever going to have any luster in my life. I know that the things of this world that are offered to me, they pale in comparison to the real thing. And so it's the Holy Spirit of God. It is his power and his presence that is leading the willing. You hear me? That is leading the willing. Those who hunger and those who are willing to admit that they've been satisfied in ankle deep water, he is willing to bring you into places that you've never been before. He's just willing to cause you to hunger for more of him. And I want to tell you where we've got it wrong is we thought that our programs we thought that our facilities, we thought our structures, we thought our churches, we even thought there were men of God who could preach emotional messages that would cause you to go deeper. And can I tell you, that is as far from the truth. Listen, it is only the Holy Spirit of God that is going to bring you into deeper waters. So here he goes. He says in verse 3, it was ankle deep. Verse 4, again, he measured a thousand and he led me through the water. It was knee deep. Again, he measured a thousand and he led me through the water and it was waist deep. Verse 5, again, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass through. Can I tell you something? There are some depths in your life that God has designed for you that you cannot get to under the power of your flesh. I want you to know that this angel, that like this vision that God sent Ezekiel, it says early on that he led him by the hand. And I just need you to know that my God has got his hand out for every single one of you. He's got his hand out wanting to lead you into deeper waters. He's wanting to show you the depths of his kingdom here on this earth. We're just going through the motions and scratching the surface. And at the end of the day, we call it satisfied. But all the while, my God has his hand out and he's wanting to take even the most mature Christians, those who have been seeking him, he's wanting to continue to take you deeper. 
But to reach out and take his hand, we may have to let go of some of the things that are in our hands. I don't know what those things may be, but I'm just going to sort of just land this plane here with this message. I'm just going to ask you, because I don't need it on a piece of paper. I don't need a hand raised. I don't need you to come forward. I don't need to know. But right now, what God has said to me is he has said, call it out. And I'm going to have to leave that up to you. That whatever is in your life, listen, there may be some very sinful things that are in your life this very second and it is keeping you from reaching out and taking the hand of God that will lead you into deeper waters. I can promise you my God is not satisfied with leaving you in ankle deep water. But you see, we got a hold of some things. And we are holding on to those things and we can't take the hand of God to go deeper. And so I'm just going to ask you right now, whatever those things are, it's up to you. You have to choose whether to let those down so you can take the hand of God or not. And so I'm just going to ask him right now to fill your mind with those things. There may be some relationships and there may be some addictions. There may just, and I could list a thousand things that are keeping you in simply ankle deep water. As I said just a second ago, it's not a church that's going to get you into deeper waters. It's not a good sermon. It's not the greatest devotional book. It's not even being a part of a big prayer group. The only one who causes the hunger inside of you to go deeper is the Holy Spirit. And you see, that's what we've neglected as the church for so long to tell you that. We told you to come to church tonight and come back to church on Wednesday. And we've told you to do these things. And if you perform this way, then you will climb the stair step. That you will mature. That you will become closer to God. And we have forgotten to tell you that the most important one, the source of the hunger is the Holy Spirit. And so what has happened is we've got a lot of Christians who are saved, who have asked Jesus to forgive them of their sins, and we've left you on your own. And we're not going to do that here this morning. There's some of you who are as stale as you've ever been. There are some of you that have hit walls every week You leave out of this place on fire for what God has in store for you. And then you allow your flesh to lead you and you're right back to where you were. Because you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior, but you've never received the Holy Spirit. So this morning, that's what we're going to do. And there's no magic phrase, there's no magic pill, there is no book to go read other than the Word, and it says this, that you receive the Holy Spirit of God through faith, just as you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You see, I love the picture that Ezekiel painted for us here. It was deep, it was knee deep, and then it was waist deep, and then eventually it was so deep that he couldn't even stand in it. It was sweeping over him, and the current of the river was in control. I want to tell you something. At ankle deep water, guess who's still in control? At knee deep water, it it may be a little tougher, but guess who's still in control? And if you're a big boy like me at race deep, I'm still in control. 
But you see, what God is offering with his hand stretched out is come into waters that only I control. And so there are many of us who have received Jesus. We are saved and we are heaven bound. But we are missing out today on heaven on this earth. And so today what I want to do is we just sort of close this thing. Because there are some of you that are hungering. That the Holy Spirit is causing that hunger in you. What he's calling you to do is today is to come to receive my Holy Spirit and I will cause you to hunger like you've never hungered before. There will be no days where you just run into the wall. There will be no days where you're dry. There will be no days where you are bitter. See, it's his Holy Spirit that's causing this hunger.